0: What's up, and welcome to the Espresso with Erin and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for.
1: Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive.
0: We are your hosts, Erin
1: and Sarit.
0: And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Espresso with Erin and Sarit. And if you've ever wondered to yourself, why do I keep reaching these dang plateaus in my weight loss journey, and then maybe even going backwards, and how the heck do I stop doing that? then you have made it to the right video. And it is probably going to be a reason that surprises you. And also is not going to be for the faint of heart. Is that the terminology? The faint of heart? I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> um, the faint of heart. Okay, so like, um, you know when you hear the truth about yourself, but you like know it's the truth, but it's like a insecurity you have and it's like a weakness and you know it is. But when somebody somebody calls it out, you're like, you wanna be mad at them, but you know it's not their fault. Could potentially happen in this video. I'm just keeping it real. So if you're not okay with that, there's no exit door. There's just a button you click to leave. But I encourage you to stick around because it is also one of the most powerful, powerful things. That we can learn to discover about ourselves and to do that will help you overcome those type of weight loss plateaus so welcome
1: yes good morning i actually made notes to make sure that my thoughts are like clear going into today's video so you know one of the, re- like, we come up with topics based on, like, also conversations that we're having with people, right? right? And, you know, I can tell you something that I hear very often that I believe is misleading and it's time to wake up is when I hear someone say, I'm not saying that this is for everybody, right? Not However, it. generally yes, is Erin and I eat really clean. Okay, so then my first question is, well, what does that look like? Because the truth of the matter is, is that especially with how the food industry is shifting things for us that, you know, everybody's standards of eating clean looks really, really different. And if you might be running into the situation of, I feel like I've been on this like one year or two year plateau and you know, I, I definitely know that I could lose some more weight Then you know, like the first question is, is, you know, like are your current standards up to par with regards to where it is that you want to go? So I share this with you because, you know, The first reason of why somebody could be saying this, for example, like I eat really clean, when perhaps their standards could be compromised, is because of lack of awareness. And that's why, you know, the first thing that I ask when I hear somebody tell me I eat really clean, I'm like, okay, well, like, walk me through this. What does that look like? Because... Once there is evidence of what it really looks like, then it's a different conversation. Now, something that could possibly be happening, and if you do this to yourself, then just ask yourself, how far do you want to go? Because we were just having a conversation. How you do one thing is how you do everything. You know, I believe that it's one thing to not know simply what you don't know, right? And that's why, you know, like, if you're watching this, listening to this, you, you are going out of your way to become more educated so that you could know better. However, you know, sometimes I believe that there is a little bit of arrogance in a sense that you care more about looking a certain way for some for someone thinking that it's gonna I don't know help you out more where the truth of the matter is is that depending on the context you could be cutting yourself short because something that you know throughout our career you know like a pattern that we have run into as well is when I ask the question of, well, what does that look like? What, what, if, what does what look like? Like what, when, when somebody says, Oh, I eat clean. And I'm like, okay, well, what does that look like? And the person only, you know, like gives me a regimen of what does they're eating clean, like only when they're doing well, rather than leaving it all out on the table. Right. Because you want to, So uh, I guess a good question that we all need to ask ourselves is by the end of the day, what do we truly care about most? Because sometimes I, you know, I do work with a few, uh, you know, clients as well. And, and a question that I ask my clients all the time and the people in the inner circle program as well is, do you want to be right or do you want to be coachable? Because it's a completely different conversation, you know, like being right is, you know, the intention is to look a certain way versus being coachable is I don't care how it looks like in the moment. What I care about most is my progress. So it's all just priorities, right? Like I'm not here to tell you how to do life. However, if you know that, let's say, maybe you've been on this one year or two year plateau and you truly want to do better what kind of questions have you been asking yourself or what kind of questions have you been answering because that matters <clears throat> i
0: want to recap a couple of things mm-hmm. and i think this this is very powerful so when it, it's important to understand the definition of things right like i eat clean what is your definition of clean, right? What does that look like? That's the Mm -hmm. question you ask is what is the definition of clean? Same thing with like, so with all of my love and compassion, I was having a conversation with somebody who was 300 pounds yesterday and said, I'm healthy. And in my mind, I'm like, what is the definition of healthy? Because in my definition of healthy, you can't be if you're 300 pounds scientifically and physically, it, it isn't possible, but I'm more curious. So I'm going to say, what, you know, what are you defining as healthy? You know, oh, well, you know, I, I don't have diabetes or I don't have this or I don't have that. Okay. Got it. I, I want to know where you're coming from. Cool. But, you know, the reality is, and often we just don't want to get real with ourselves because reality sometimes is a massive slap in the face, Right. The reality is, if I have, if I'm five, six, five, seven, five, eight, and I have 300 pounds on my female frame, I am not healthy. Mm-hmm. I, my organs are being suffocated, they're not functioning properly. Um, you know, if I've got sleep apnea, then I for sure have heart conditions. Um, If I'm not sleeping well, then I'm chronically fatigued. And if I'm chronically fatigued, my hormones are out of whack. And if my hormones are out of whack, then I'm definitely not making the best decisions I can be making around food and other choices in life. And it all is a domino effect. And so, you know, I, I was, I'm very curious in my mind, how could I, let's say, let's say I am 300 pounds. I really do my best. Let me put myself in your shoes. Let me put myself in your shoes. Understanding fully, I have not lived somebody else's life, so I will never fully understand, right? But I try to get curious and understand, where are you coming from? If I'm looking at me in the mirror, Erin, and she weighs 300 pounds, and I'm saying I'm healthy, do I really believe it? I don't know, I have not been 300 pounds, but but these are just questions and curiosities that go through my mind. Okay, so this whole video, like I said, this whole video is about let's be honest with ourselves because you cannot change what you are not willing to confront. You cannot change what you are not willing to confront. And if you are not willing to confront it, that does not make you a bad person. You're just not ready. And that is okay, wonderful. You'll be ready maybe sometime, okay? Um, I was thinking about eat clean too. There's, we lie to ourselves when, which is like, I eat clean, but I know that I really don't. I'm just thinking about the few moments that I do. Right. Yes. Um, Uh versus awareness, right. Am I actually aware of everything that I'm eating or are there times or are there moments where I'm mindlessly eating something that I don't even realize I'm eating or how much of it I'm eating. Okay. And then there's education, which is, do I think something is legitimately healthy and clean, but it's not actually because I don't have the education. Okay. So those are three different components of that where it's like, I fully know I do not eat clean most of the time, but I do. So I can say that I eat clean because it's 10% of the time, but you know, right? Then there's awareness of all the things you're doing. Then there's education around what is actually healthy and what's not. If you are still sticking around for this video, you have invited us to give you our opinion on things. Um, And I just want to talk about growth mindset really quick, because Mm -hmm. a growth mindset is the only way that you will be able to take feedback and say, shit, even if that stings, I get it. You know, you're right. Okay, got it. I'll push my ego right over here for a moment, allow it to sink in. And then I'm able to change. I'm able to do something different with that information. So, growth mindset. Like, if something is not working the way that you want it to, then you're not doing something right. But so often we like to blame something else. It's not working because my hormones. It's not working because I have a slow thyroid. It's not working because my family. It's not working because my kids are picky. It's not working because I'm busy. It's not working because da 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 da. It's not working because you're not committed to finding the way that it works. That is one of those moments that might be like, I hate you, Aaron," And I accept it. I accept it because a good friend will tell you when that dress looks ugly on you. A good friend will tell you, girlfriend, you got something, your teeth right here. Get it out. Girl, you stink. You need some deodorant. That's a good friend. And I'm here to be a good friend. And so I reiterate with all of my love and compassion for your growth, for your success on this journey, that you remain open. Yes. Um, the last thing I wrote down is, oh, you don't just want to hear about what's good. Yes. I wrote down the same thing where it's like people would just say, yeah, I eat clean. I do this and I do that and that. And I'm like, okay, here's a good question to ask yourself, which I always ask in this scenario is, Okay if there were one thing that you know that you do kind of regularly that is not helping you make progress towards your goals, what would it be? And then you start thinking, oh, well, I guess, you know, I have a couple glasses of wine every night. Oh, okay. You know, I kind of like I eat a bag of chips every afternoon, you know, and you start becoming more aware. This is this awareness
1: or just confronting the truth, right? Um, and or sometimes when we, when we do it to ourselves within ourselves, it, ju- it could just be easier to sweep it under the rug, truly. Yeah. I don't want to face it. Right. Yeah,
0: totally. So those were, those were the things that I wrote down.
1: Yeah. I love it. Okay. So I, I actually want to, um, to help you become more aware, I want to give you some quality questions to ask yourself. So that you really know, like, where am I standing? Where am I standing? Right? Because the only thing that we know is what we know. And if you're here, you're obviously growth mindset. Otherwise, you wouldn't be going out of your way, invest investing your time and energy with us to, you know, be further educated, hopefully entertained to some degree. So Question number one is how many days I have been consistent with workouts, nutrition and sleep in the last 30 days. So over the last 30 days, how many days have I been consistent with nutrition, whatever that looks like for you on a scale of one to 30? Right. If you don't know even the number, then that's feedback. Step number one is let's gain awareness over what is the good and what is that could be done better right? And the same thing with your workout, how many workouts did you do last month? And if you're like, I don't know, again, that's feedback, right? The problem with the and, and then the same thing goes for your sleep. How are you going out of your way to lead your day with rigor so you can make your sleep a priority? You know? Um, and gosh, where, where was I going with this? I don't know where I was going with this however you know like in a one month chunk how are you showing up with regards to your movement your nutrition and regeneration and if you don't have awareness over that then I can guarantee you that you're falling short more than you think because that's just like a baseline general understanding oh I know where I was going with this the biggest problem, one of the bigger problems in this way, in the weight loss industry is that when it comes to intimacy with numbers, there's only intim- in- intimacy with one thing. And that is the scale. It's like imagine if I was a financial advisor and all I told you to do is check your bank account every single day. I'm not going to give you a wealth building strategy. I'm not going to, you know, like give you a hustling strategy, right? I'm just going to tell you, when you wake up every single morning, just check your bank account. That's the byproduct. That's not the what am I doing with regards to that, right? Like when you have an actionable strategy, then as you check your bank account, you know, you're going to start to see patterns. That's what the scale should be measured for patterns. But then... We go into that uneducated and we have a tendency to put ourselves forth based on the number. Right. So well, with the bank account,
0: you can you can say, oh, I went negative. I went, you know, um, I had a withdrawal of one hundred dollars today and and you don't freak out and give all your money away. Just because you had a, a withdrawal of one hundred dollars or whatever your rent is or whatever your car is. You don't go and be like, oh no, I went, I I had money come out. So now I'm going to go give it all away and who cares? Ah, it's not working. You know, you're like, okay, you know, I can get some money back into the bank account, right? It's, there's an ebb and a flow. So, Continue. I just want to add that little piece. Yeah, it's true. Um, and, I, and I put on the screen, you guys too, I see some of you are, are responding to it. And I love the participation. Um, you know, I want to invite you guys to share where you know that you can do better. Because again, we cannot change what we are not willing to confront. And so to lead by example, I want to I, I was like assessing myself. And I was saying, where can I do better? And there's always a next level for every person. So even though my bad is not even close by a long shot, what my bad used to be, I still can be more intentional about things. I still can be more mindful about things. I still can have more control around portions of certain things that I eat specifically. What? Mixed nuts. Mm mixed nuts i could for sure have more intentionality and control over the portion that i choose to consume on a daily basis now all of these things are how much is it worth it to you right i don't know if you guys can hear callie but she's dreaming and it's so cute i think she's probably eating her brother in her dreams um so you know that's where i know that i can get better and I also have an opportunity to get better with my sleep specifically. So,
1: yeah, the other question is, how many times did you emotionally eat or even binge over the last 30 days? Mm. Again, it's really easy to focus on the, oh, what's going good? Yeah, but let's, let's focus on, you know, like the, weaknesses, the, air, the, the greater areas of opportunity that might not be as fun to confront, you know, like, for example, if you think about the fittest person on earth, it's not because they're actually the best at every single movement. It is because they're the best with regards to everything, like their weak points are not as weak as, as others. And the things that they're good at, they're really good at which means that they're extremely consistent all across the board, right? So, you know, like, you know, like, you can have a person who is really good with regards to, like, their meal prep. However, what if every time life happens, there is an emotional, like, bout? That used to be me, right? Like, depending on what's going on in your life, right, or what season in life you're going like that, that one thing can actually take you back. Right. And I share this to, to open you up to areas of opportunity that you might, you might have not considered before.
0: So I want to help you guys even further. And I want to say, pick one thing,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: pick one thing, because I see you all saying, oh, nutrition, it could be better. My workouts could be more consistent. I need to sleep more. Some of you are saying all of those. Some of you are saying yeah, like and- a couple of those. And so I want, to, I want to just suggest and encourage you to choose one thing that you know, if you improved that one thing, that other things would improve by default without you having to make them a focus.
1: And okay? also get specific, you right. know, just so- based on hearing that, like my nutrition can be better. My sleep can improve. Okay. Like, what does that look like?
0: So for me, with, with regards to nutrition, I can have more intentionality and discipline around the amount of nuts that I consume. It's very specific. Now, take it to the next level and say, I commit to having more intentionality and discipline around the amount of nuts I consume. What does that look like? Does that mean I measure them? Does that mean instead of going and grabbing a handful, like however many times throughout the day, I have specific times and portions, right? So if you're not clear, you will break the boundary because if the boundary is not clear, it gets walked over a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's that.
1: And then with regards to awareness, one more thing. How many times have you had fast food, dessert or alcohol? over the last 30 days right because again like sometimes we think that because like an alcohol has no carbs that it doesn't count right and these things add up or you know sometimes maybe we only count the again the clean food that we're eating we do not take into account oh yeah like did you have any uber eats this past month? If so, how many times? Right. So it's really about diving into more detail with regards to our patterns and our lives and not giving ourselves any bullshit or less slack.
0: It's not just Uber Eats though, too. I would add to that, like what what did you order? Right. Because you could order Uber Eats Starbucks Americano with almond milk. You could order Uber Eats Chipotle chicken bowl with like lettuce. And however,
1: pico. however you get your fast food, whether it's sure. drive through, whether it's
0: Uber eats, whether you go there, I don't know. We're talking about know. that nasty kind of fast, that nasty, fast food.
1: Yeah, yes I am.
0: Um, I feel like we both have a direction. So, so that's
1: awareness. Yeah, for me, go. Uh, I wrote down another
0: lie that we tell ourselves is, and I thought of this because you were talking about the numbers mm. and the scale specifically. Um. You know, another lie that we tell ourselves is, oh well, I haven't been losing much weight, but I know that muscle weighs more than fat, so oh, yeah. it's a justification. It is fully a justification for I'm not something is I'm not doing something right, which is okay. But if you don't, if you think that it's because you're gaining muscle, let me tell you something about. I don't know exactly the amount of muscle uh, a female, and we're all different, is capable of building within a calendar year, but it is not. A lot it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of consistency it takes heavy lifting um, in order to really gain a lot of weight in muscle um, and so you know if we're let's use uh, 250 pounds as just an example let's say I'm 250 pounds and six months has gone by and I haven't lost any weight. And I say, it's because I've been going to the gym and I've been gaining muscle and muscle weighs more than fat. So that's why I haven't lost any weight on the scale. Bullshit. 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 That's a video of a little kid in a car seat and it's amazing. Okay. So the thing is I would like to clear this up too. I'm very anal about it. I don't know why it makes me crazy, but muscle does not weigh more than fat. A pound of muscle and a pound of fat weighs how much?
1: A pound. A pound. A pound is a pound is a pound.
0: A pound is a pound is a pound. But I know what you mean. Muscle is denser than fat, which means the pound of muscle takes up less space than the pound of fat. I'm glad we're clear on that. Um, But, you know, the amount of muscle that a a female can build within that six-month time frame is not several pounds, is not several pounds. You might have a different type of water retention. You might have some inflammation. You might have some other things going on. But, you know, I just don't want to allow the justification that is used so often because it doesn't open the door for us to see where, where I'm, yeah, where's the gap? What, where, where's my room for improvement? Because we're just putting it on, uh, it's because I'm gaining muscle. You don't allow yourself to improve at all because you're putting it on something else. So responsibility for you and where you're at and what results you're getting or not getting, if it is realistic for you to be able to lose one to two pounds a week, even when you're gaining muscle, um, if it's realistic for you to lose one to two pounds a week, but you're not, Just ask why. Don't say it's because of this or because of that or because of that or because of that. Say, what could I possibly be doing different that could change the result that I'm getting? Mm -hmm.
1: The only way it could be relevant is once you know that you're like leaned out. Yeah. And like you don't have a lot of fat to lose. Right. You don't. Then you could be getting yourself to a point where within six months, maybe, you know, like the scale stayed the same, or you went up just a little bit because you're actually putting on muscle. And that is, and that is a very advanced conversation. Okay.
0: So, but at what percentage of body fat would you say that you, you would start looking at? I mean, probably, twenty. yeah, under, 20. Tw- under 20% body fat. So if you're not under 20% body fat, that isn't, that wouldn't be the area of like, that, that wouldn't be the reason why you're not losing weight, um, it's going to be something else. If you are under 20% body fat, then yes, you're already pretty dang lean and the scale could go up or down like this. Mm -hmm. So,
1: yeah. So in case you're jumping in right now, we are talking about the ways why, you know, like you are telling yourself, you know, Things like the scale is not moving and how we could potentially be lying to ourselves where we could be doing a better job. So reason number one uh, could be lack of awareness. You just don't really have an understanding of the context from a habitual standpoint. Where are you standing? Right. So, you know, you bring to your awareness whatever you're doing well. But everything else, there's no consideration for. It. And even if you're doing well, well, what does that look like? The, the second element is just lack of knowledge, right? So in the awareness uh, portion, we gave you a couple of questions to ask yourself to identify from an awareness standpoint, like where, where are you standing? Now, with regards to knowledge, like there's two parts to it. I mean, we have to, we have to invest our resources, our time, our energy, our money right? That's the only way we get knowledge, right? Like you're watching this, you're listening to this. You are investing in your education right now. You go
0: to school, you pay time, you pay money, you pay energy.
1: Yeah. You, You read a book, you pay time, you pay energy, you pay money, right? Like that's how knowledge is acquired. Now, when it comes to knowledge, there, there, there are two things to mention here. There is the, what you know, for example, which is better for you for lunch, pizza, or, you know, like asparagus, sweet potatoes and chicken thighs. Now, so one part is knowing the theory. Number two is doing it. There's a big, big difference between knowing it in your mind and having the leadership to follow through with what you know. Can I share another lie?
0: Yeah. Because awareness and lack of knowledge, I would say, are not the lies. The lies are just an unwillingness to confront that you actually eat like shit, but all you are you're refusing to think about those things, and all you're thinking about is when you do well.
1: Well, that's what that's where I'm going to next.
0: But the the other lie,
1: yeah,
0: is also um... shit. I just forgot. What were you talking about? Knowledge. In terms of theory and oh, application? Oh, yes. I know what to do, so I should be able to do it myself. Lie. Lie. Okay. So, um, I'm trying to think of another thing that is, like, not... Um, I should... I should anything is... Uh, just defeating, period. I should be able to lift this much weight. I should be able to run a mile in this much time. I should this, I should that. I should have this much money in my bank account. I should, you know, um, have a, a better marriage. I should be further along in my life than I am right now. I should have already lost 30 pounds. Coulda, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, and, you know, If we're saying, um, I I know what to do, so I should be able to do it by myself, but if you haven't been able to do it by yourself, where's the logic? Emotionally, that's ego, right? I should be able to do it. I know what to do. But if you haven't been able to, then you haven't been able to. So then what? And if you're saying, oh, I should be able to do it on my own, you're already thinking I need help from somebody else, but I don't want it because I'm being stubborn. Stubborn. Good word.
1: Or sometimes you just don't know how to ask for help. And let me tell you something. Nothing great will take one person. It's John Maxwell's law of significance. Anything that you want to create in life that's great, will take more than one person. Think about a family. A family cannot be significant with one person.
0: It can't be possible. It's not possible with It's one not, person. right. Think about cars.
1: Like, Think you about airplane. E- even raising a child, whether the other parent is in the picture or not, there needed to be an inclusion of at least three people to some degree. Now, the stronger the ties over time, right? Multiplied by the number of people, the greater the significance of that family. That's just the reality of it.
0: Can I say, by the way, if you're in that position where you're like, I know what to do, I should be able to do it by myself. And you're still trying to do it by yourself. But you know that you need help because you haven't been able to do it by yourself. Can you please send me an email? That is Aaron at Erin and Aaron at Erin I'm going to put it on the screen. If you think that way, I should be able to do this on my own because I know what to do. But you have not been able to do it. You've tried, you have failed, you have tried, you have failed, you have tried, you have failed. Maybe, just maybe, you are even losing hope that anything will work. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know what the, the golden ticket is? Willy Wonka? It is having somebody else's help. And I don't mean your spouse. And I don't mean your BFF. And I don't mean uh, the most recent gym buddy you met at the gym. I mean, somebody you pay that you are accountable to, who will check in on you, who will guide you, who will give you suggestions you may not have thought of yourself, who will point out the blind spots that you may have never seen before that could make the complete difference in your results for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But you don't know if you're stubborn.
1: Because you're going to run through the same experience.
0: So Aaron at Erin And if I think that one of our programs is a good fit for you, I am going to make a suggestion. I'm just saying. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: email or don't email when you're ready. Fantastic. But you know, that is a very common thing is I should be able to do it on my own or a spouse is like, Oh, all you have to do is just, you know, stop eating sugar. All you have to do is just not eat carbs. And it's like, dude, like if these things were effective, why am I still struggling? Because it's not about the carb. It's not about the sugar. It's not about the wine. It's about why you make the decisions you make, why you struggle with discipline, why you have a hard time saying no, why you don't have self-control around food. Yeah, 100%. Do you know why?
1: I love you. Yeah, it's true. Listen, I mean, if, if you knew, you would have already done it, right? Like, nobody wants to continue putting in their efforts and, you know, not really get anywhere. So I want to leave with the third point. The third point is, you know, sometimes you lie to yourself because you don't actually care. Maybe you want to, you, you care about a looking a certain way to people. But deep down, you don't actually care. You know, um, and that's just the world we live in right now. You know, some, something that Aaron and I hear often, you know, when people meet us in person is, oh, my God, you're just the same in real life. Yeah, duh. Like, we don't know how to not do us. And I wish that for each and every one of you to not know how to do anything but you. Except for in person, I'll say that and then I'll just give you a hug. Um, They're there. True. Sure. They're there. That's what authenticity is all about. You know, like we're all born authentic when we're babies. Like we don't know how to not be us. Right. But then, you know, somewhere along the lines, we're being told, oh, you're being too loud or
0: you're being unreasonable,
1: you're being unreasonable, you're being annoying. Why? Why do you always have to do this, this, this and that, right? So you now try to mold yourself to whatever your environment or society molds you to be. So you know, with regards to that, all I can hope to encourage is just at the very, at the very least, be real with yourself. Because the talk that you have to yourself with yourself is the talk that you're also going to have with other people. If you're fake with yourself, you're going to be fake with other people. If you're real with yourself, you're going to be real with other people. This the is reason why true. we, the reason why we don't have like a hard time being, you know, like pulling you up and having those hard conversations when need to is because trust me, we're a lot harder on ourselves than we are on anybody else right? And it's easy to inspire someone to become more disciplined when you are living this way, because I am not giving myself any slack whatsoever, as a matter of fact, right? So, you know, it, it really comes down to, I think the question that we all need to ask ourselves is, what do we really, 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 really want? Really want. What do we really want? And when I say, what do we really, really, really want? I don't mean like I really, really want it when it's convenient or I really, 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 really you don't want this really, really want it when the point. weather is good. Or I really, really, really want this when the timing is, is right. No, you don't really, really want this. When you really, 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 really want something, you are going to do whatever the fuck it takes. And you will not tell me anything else because I know that from my own experience. This is why, like, that, like, you know, like, if you take a look at society, right, this is why, like, when you want to achieve higher heights with regards to anything in life, you know, the higher you achieve, the less you see, like, the less you see people in a higher caliber. Why? Because it takes more. It takes more out of you spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, All of that. That's why there is one Michael Jordan. I would say that
0: another lie that you don't know is a lie immediately, but you come to find out is I really want to lose weight. Because you don't really want something, like Sarit said, if you're only willing to do what it takes when it's convenient or when it's easy or when it's simple or when it's right there in front of you. You know that you really want something by the action that you take to do it. So again, nobody's a bad person for not being willing to do something. Another part of authenticity is saying, dude, it's not a priority for me right now. Got sleep apnea and whatever else, but I'd rather fucking eat fast food. (laughs) Bigger priority for me right now. As long as you're honest. As long as you're honest, that's it. Because that's how you know when you are ready, you will move forward exponentially because you're honest. So if we say, oh, I really want to lose Oh, I really wish I could lose weight, but, or really, you know, it's not. It's I'm committed to this and I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to do what it takes. And as soon as we start making excuses for things, we have to ask ourselves, how bad do I really want it? how bad do I really want it? Because you know, and I've used the example, I just think this is a perfect example. If your kid is playing in the street, you don't really want to get them out of the street until you see a car coming at him that is texting. Na, 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 coming right at your kid. Na, 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 na. Now you really want it. How do you know you really want it? You will risk your life. That's how you really, 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 really want something.
1: Mm-hmm. now
0: i'm not saying you have to go risk your life to prove that you really want to lose weight no you get to choose how bad you really want something it's a choice yeah it's 100 a choice just be honest with how bad you want it because when we really want something we put we, we put our money where our mouth sit where our mouth is we put our actions where our mouth is it's true It's like the, you know, if you look at somebody's bank account, you can tell what's really important to them. If it says Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, KFC, Taco Bell, McDonald's, uh, massage, none of these things are like, I'm not being judgmental of any of these things. What I'm saying is whatever you spend money on is important to you, period. Your house, your rent, you don't want to be homeless. Good. Makes sense. Got it. Your car, you want to be able to get to work. And you choose the car, not the bus, not a bike. Okay, got it, cool. I'm not here to judge you how you live your life. It is all a choice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I respect everybody has their own choice. Just saying, don't say you want something if you're not willing to put your money and your actions where your mouth is. Not all things require money to, to mean that you really want it. But what I'm saying is you invest your resources. So good. Good. I think we'll be beating a dead horse if we talk about that anymore. (laughs) It's just super important. It is so important. I think it's foundational.
1: Yeah. So, you know, to wrap things up, really what, what it comes down to, you know, whenever you could be lying to yourself about how well you're doing, if you, you know, see that your results have very much like, you know, stalled for quite some time or have gone backwards it's either because you just don't know what you don't know and you have lack of awareness with regards to that we give you some questions to ask yourself so that you can start to having a little bit of context because we we cannot change what we're not aware of like for example if let's say there was a smidge on this wall right behind the camera right like I won't care to go and paint the wall until I saw that there is a smidge, right? A smidge. But right? But right now I'm aware that, you know, like the wall looks fully white.
0: Like a smidge or like a smudge?
1: Smudge. A yeah. So I, w- I would not care to go out of my way to try to paint a wall. What reason, right? My awareness shows me that the wall is fully white, right? Like to the degree that you're able to see, you're able to act or not act.
0: I want to take that same analogy and say, if I saw a smudge on the wall, I probably wouldn't give a shit and I wouldn't do anything about it because I don't care that there's a smudge on the wall. That's true too. That's honesty though. Yep. I see it. I don't, I'm, I don't feel like getting out a ladder to clean a smudge. It does not bother me that much.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's it. So awareness is step one. Um, the, the other reason could be just lack of knowledge in terms of theory or in terms of application, or the other thing is you don't actually care and you're just lying to yourself. Um, so if you know someone who would find this resonating because you know maybe you're hearing them complaining for who knows how long, just share it with them so that they can become aware of What is actually a priority for them and where are they standing? And Um, if you're watching this because somebody invited you
0: or shared it with you, then go thank your friend.
1: Yes. And yeah, listen, if you know that you're putting in your time, you're putting in your effort, maybe you're also putting your hard earned money and, you know, like things are not moving or as a matter of fact, things are declining. Listen, if you knew how to do this differently, you would have already done it. So I invite you to email Erin, erin Aaron at AaronS3.com and say, I need help. She'll ask you all of the right questions and she'll guide you to the Just right path. Subject
0: line, help in all
1: caps. Help! exclamation. Yeah.
0: Put a cool emoji with it too. Yeah.
1: Okay. In the meantime, we hope you found lots of value in today's video. And
0: That's what we have for you.
1: Go be real with yourself. Go gain awareness and go take action. Have a great day and a great week. See ya. Bye.